Sportsnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, June 29th. 2022 in this episode number 502 i believe 503 502 i'm not sure i don't recall there's just been so many i i just can't keep up anymore uh hey what's up man thank you for being here welcome to the program happy wednesday to you hope it's going well what the hell is going on with my my system right now my system's acting up that's what old people say when they don't know how to use computers they just they just say my system's acting up like well dad you're old what does that mean what what system are you talking about are you talking about your your bowels uh sorry just give me one second here let me get this figured out son of a bitch <sighs> okay, I think I got it. Yeah, good. Uh, okay. Had a little difficulties with the slide. Been a crazy morning, chat. Been a crazy morning, fam. Um, been a crazy morning because Nora was home today. And uh that always is a great thing. Always also throws me off a little bit. You know, it's like uh it doesn't like disturb the morning like it's a bad thing. It just uh it changes the dynamic of how I get ready. And then and then she got me because uh, I told her I was up till three in the morning. Uh, I was up till oh, that reminds me. Where's my phone? I gotta, I gotta get something. I was up till three in the morning folding clothes. Um, I'm responsible for my own laundry, and <laughs> uh, let me share this. Hold on, I gotta get this over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on the show. So I wanna, wanna share this properly. Um. So I, uh, yeah, I was up, uh, I, I was doing laundry and a lot of times what I'll do is I'll wash the laundry and then I'll, um, uh, you know, do it later and it'll sit and, and not be done for a while. So I, last night I was like, damn it, I'm not doing anything. I got to get this laundry done. So that's what I did. I, uh, I did laundry until three in the morning and I will say this, hold on, let me get this picture for you because my wife, my wife. My wife says, this should work. Uh, my wife says, I have too many t-shirts, folks. And I'm here to tell you I disagree uh, vehemently, wholeheartedly, and 100%. Now, I have not done an official count of how many shirts I have. Um, but I will say... Let me get this situated here. One, uno momento, por favor. Let me get this, and then let me get this. Um, oh, my nose itches. Who's talking shit about me? 
Uh, one of y'all dirty bitches is talking shit about me. I can tell because my nose itches. Okay, now, I have not done an official count of how many uh, T-shirts I have. I, I, I haven't done that. I, I probably need to just to uh, to understand my addiction. But I will say I, I pretty much do have a T-shirt addiction, I believe. I believe that to be the case. Uh, so this was last night. Where is it? Damn it, I'm so discombobulated today. do this again i don't understand why i have to be so discombobulated there we go okay this is me doing laundry last night folding teas now let me explain what you're seeing here this will maybe help uh help you understand what i mean by the addiction and and so forth and so on um, let me, let me crop this a little bit. Let me, let me bring this in here. Uh, so, so basically, um, it's, it, look, I, I, I admit it. It is a lot of tees. Okay. It's a, it's a lot of t-shirts, but, uh, they, I feel like they all have a purpose if that makes sense. Right? Like, so here's the thing. What you're looking at there is what I washed and dried. So that's what I've worn, but. Uh, that pile on the left that's kind of draped over the side of the couch, those are all tees that I need to hang up. So those are kind of my fancier tees. Like, this is a hanging tee that I wear. Are they in alphabetical order? No, dubs, they're not in alphabetical order. Um, so the pile on the bottom, where you see that navy one on top, and then you see like a blue one, this some more black, and then a white. Those are all blank t-shirts. So a lot of those white ones are brand new. I just bought uh, for undershirts for the stage. Uh, but then like, you know, I'll wear a Navy one. I'll, I'll rock like a button up, but keep it open. So those are just blank t-shirts that go into my blank t-shirt drawer. And then the ones on the right, some of those are for working in the yard. Some of those are just for wearing casual days, not, not working, doing the stream. So, but that's not all the tees that I have though. That was just the ones that were dirty. Um, I feel like if I sat down and counted, for example, um, if I zoom in on this, if I just zoom in on this, just this pile of t-shirts, I mean, that's, that's, I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 t-shirts. Uh, and that's like I said, that's just all my cash, casual wear for, you know, around the house, running to Walmart stuff. I feel like I would have over close to maybe if I set the over under at 350, I th well, if I set the over under at 300, I think that's what it'd be about. I think that's what it would be. I think I would be close to 300 t-shirts. Is that a lot? Is that a lot? And then my, you know, um, my wife's like, are you throwing some away? I'm like, like, I don't make you throw away shoes. But I realized once I, I, three in the morning, I was folding these shirts. Now, a lot of you are admiring my folding game. Um, I bought one of those folding boards. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Where you, like they use at the gap and shit. I bought one of those for merch for comedy. 
Uh, and I got it yesterday and I was like, well, I guess this is a good day to do laundry. So I sat there and used the folding thing and that's why they look so good. Not because I fold that well. I don't. I can't fold a shirt to save my life. Um, but that thing, <laughs> game changer. And now I can fit more t-shirts in my closet. So that means I can buy more t-shirts. So I'm going to do this uh, after this show today. Uh, June, my June 29 to do. Uh, I'm going to count the shirts. Uh, Jim said I almost have a complete uh, full dresser, nothing but shirts, t-shirts. And I, and I have some hanging. Yeah, so I do like, I have two levels in my closet of hanging. I have two, I have like a uh, built-ins with two drawers full of t-shirts. And then I have another two drawers or yeah, another two drawers on the backside. It's a weird thing. It's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm going to say 300. Um, and we'll see, we'll see how close I get. Maybe we'll do like a contest on the discord where if you guess closest to, to getting it without going over, you'll win a prize. Um, <clears throat> Hey, what's up to everybody on the uh, Podbean? Uh, Kirk's KTGG, I don't know who that is. Titan Hugo, G-Man, D-Mac, welcome back. John Dory, truck driver, Pookie, and Christopher Reyes. And welcome to you, chat. Let's do the chat. Let's get to it. I see Queen Bee Spices first in my chat window. However, however, not first to the show. First to the show today was DJ Maddie. Let's go, famo. By the way, I had Chick-fil-A late today, so I'm kind of, I didn't get to, I usually brush my teeth before the show starts. Didn't get a chance to do that either. So, um, uh, but DJ Maddie was first. He put it to wild whiskey Wednesday. Let's have a great show. No, I'm trying to cut down on the drinking. I started noticing I was drinking a lot again. So I'm trying to scale back a little bit on that. Uh, heartthrob was second said happy hump day. So appreciate that. And then Christopher Reyes was third. Alex was fourth. Jared Taylor fifth. Uh, rest of the chat shapes up like this. CC was there. What's up girl? Christopher Reyes is hosted. Thank you, buddy. Jim on sports showed up. Rudy Rod sanitized, wash hands, social distance. Back the fuck up. Uh, FJ, what's up, homie? Uh, always one seems that all shit fresh cut. Yeah, it's uh, every other Wednesday. I go get it done. Alex Villanueva, I mentioned. Potch, what's up, dog? Uh, who else is here? D-Mata. Uh, can I time out CC because it's her birthday month? I'm going to time out the next person that uses the phrase birthday month. I'll tell you that goddamn much. We've established on this. I need to post rules. No soccer scores or updates. No birthday months. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Uh, and anything other than the contrary, you get timed out. I just need these rules. So stop bringing it up. For fuck's sake. What's up, Jeff Bell? I never congratulated you on your abs winning. I think I did, and then I said congrats on denting the trophy. But nonetheless, congratulations. You're the little wave. What's up, homie? Good to see you in here, man. Uh, Total Dallas is here. 1D. What's up, Jared Taylor? Jared, are you eating Dan's? Are you at Dan's and eating Dan's? Good for you, buddy. Uh, I even said, man, if that's late, uh, the clothes staying there till the next day. Mm, I mean, I just got it done. I knocked it out. Uh, who else is here? Dallas Hater 69. What's up? Joe Pro! We got a Joe Pro signing. What? Joe Pro's here. Pretty sure all my t-shirts say Barry on Decker Sports Right. My guy. <laughs> What's up, Jen? Uh, who else is here? Here. Here. Philip Bernard. Well, I feel like I'm missing somebody. PP Dubs, I got Wallace. What's up, man? 
Uh, he said my folding game was A1. Well, you know, like I said, uh, Virginia Buttonway said uh, looks more like needs to do laundry more often problem. That too, that too. I do wait a long time, but I just, I, you know, I have so many, I don't need to wash. Drives my wife nuts though, because the hampers overflow. Nightbot is here. What's up, Christy? It has to change often because he doesn't shower every day. Fair enough. I'm not, I can't even be mad at that. Barry on hoarders. No, I'm not a hoarder. Uh, Terrence said that reminds me of when I was in the military with all the different squad base and deployment tees. I bet you were a good folder too. Didn't the military teach you how to fold clothes good? Uh, who else? Uh, Ivan, what's up? Amos, where do you keep 300 t-shirts? You must have a t-shirt room. No way they fit in a closet. Yeah, they do. I'll take a picture. I'll show you. I'll show you once I get it all put up. I'm going to get them all put up today and I'm going to count them. Um, two thirds of my closet is t-shirts. Mimi said, what's up, memesters? Check out Pookie said my whole wardrobe is t-shirts, a one collar shirt for church sometimes. And I bet it's a t-shirt that has a collar like printed on it. I swear you, you I guarantee you truck driver Pookie wore a tuxedo t-shirt to his wedding. I promise you. Uh, Jordan really swung at the same low ass pitch. Okay. We're not going to dog Jordan Alvarez, are we? Are you guys really going to, Ivan, are you really going to get in this fucking chat on this show? And dog, Jordan Alvarez. For one swing and one at bat, what? Stop! Don't don't be that guy. For fuck's sake! Oh, not a dance. Just tried to remind you to talk about it. Thank you. I do need to. Not too not too early though. You got to wait till about you know two, between two thirty and three thirty is the ideal time to do the reads. Not cool, Barry. I only have one more day left. Oh, of the uh, of the weight loss challenge. Yeah, I know. I was, uh, I weighed in my final weigh-in, I guess. Or do we do one more weigh-in? Jen, Jen, I know you're here, Jen. Is today, was today the final weigh-in or is there like one more weigh-in? I think there might be one. I don't remember. I don't know the rules. I just work here. Jen runs everything. Uh, what's up the night ball, you raggedy bitch? Uh, we'll just help our guy out. Oh, three more followers for Jim to get to 50. Okay. We're not going to do this every show either. All right. We're, we're close. Let's do it, but we're not going to, we're not just going to do a fucking daily gym on sports followers update. Let's not do that. Well, cause then, and then everybody's gonna be like, well, help me get my phone. Fuck. No, I'm not doing that. CZ said, I thought it ended on the 30th. Uh, nope. Final today. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, look, it's it was supposed to be for the month. So, CC, if you want to weigh in tomorrow, do it. Weigh in tomorrow. That's fine. I'm good with that. I am. Like, Jen, if everybody wants to weigh in tomorrow, I don't give a shit. It's whatever. I'm, I'm easy going. What's up, Steven Luther? We already know he's that guy, though. Who? Duh, don't dog Alvarez. Dog Bregman for striking out looking. Uh, I mean, dude, it's one at bat. It's one at bat. My God, you guys. Are we really dogging baseball players in a fucking 162 game season when they take 600 at bats? For fuck's sake, I don't give a fuck if they if he struck out 50 times in a row. If he ends the season with a decent slash line and some good RBI and home run numbers, jeez. Uh, I'm final with the fi- I'm fine with the final submission tomorrow. Jen says. So yeah, uh, CC. I told you this morning. What? What? What'd you say, VB? No talk behind the teacher's back. Um, 
Yeah, so just do it Thursday. We got to sweep these fuckers, damn it. What is the update? Uh, by the way, Astros playing, if you don't know. It is uh, bottom of the eighth. No, else. They must have just gone to the bottom of the eighth. Yeah, Verlander's still in, though. Seven strong. Two hits, five Ks, no Ernie's going against, uh, um, who is that? Taewon Walker. Excuse me. I was going to say Todd. Fucking idiot. Uh, Einer Diaz now, or excuse me, Edwin. Jesus, get the names right, Lavinac. Edwin Diaz now in as well. So uh, Walker goes seven and a third. Not too bad. Not too shabby. All right. So uh, Verlander in now. Uh, still 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, Astros proven one thing, though. Astros proving that regardless of, you know, some of the struggles you've seen this offense have, and as of late, the bullpen. Um, this team belongs in the upper echelon. And in fact, we'll, uh, we'll get to uh, um, baseball power rankings by the athletic here in a second, but you're going to see Astros, one of the three, four best teams in baseball. And that's a fact. Uh, and, and their record, it doesn't feel like they've been dominant this year, but they have. Uh, it looks like Chad is saying that there was a collision. Let me see here. I don't like doing shows with play by play. This isn't a, well, I'm not doing a side cast of the Astros, but I am interested to see about this collision. I want to, you shut up, Olivia Rodriguez, you kind of hot, sexy thing, you. I was in my ear. You guys couldn't hear that, could you? I don't think so. Uh, why is this? Oh, I need to go live. Oh, they're laid out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is, I'm just going to screenshot this. No, this is like, this is how I can do it. Um, without, this is so cheating. Uh, we're going to give you a live uh, replay. Oh, so Pena's sitting up at least. I'll tell you, I, you don't want to lose anybody. Yuli looks, Yuli looks hurt. Uh, this is not good. Okay. He's rolling over now. Oh no, that's not Yuli. Who was, who did Pena collide with? Was that Yuli or who was that? Do they say who it is even? Okay, so Pena's up and walking around. That's good. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's the replay. Sorry, folks. So Pena collides with... Is that Was that Jordan? Oh, that's not good. That's not good at all. Somebody said Yuli in the chat. Who the fuck said Yuli in the chat? Oh, Jordan. <sighs> Boy, that's not good at all. Also, rookie shortstop and a guy who doesn't play every day left field. Oh, oh, he just got busted in the... Boy, I tell you, to see the difference between the two? Fucking Pena went flying. I want to I pause this. Oh, I'm going to pause it and screenshot it. So if you're curious... um. Show the replay again. I want to see the, the slow-mo. Uh, man, when they showed it in midair. So here's the, here's the collision right here. This is what we're dealing with, folks. And then I'm going to show you the difference between a man like Jordan. And, uh, and, a, and, a, and listen, Jeremy Pena is not a small dude. Jeremy Pena is not a small guy. And he got ragdolled. He got absolutely ragdolled by Jordan. Uh, show the, come on one more time. 
And who had the ball? Did they make the catch, by the way? Did they get the out? Oh, dude, that. I tell you, it's weird that Jordan looks like he got the worst of it. Uh, here you go. So this will let you know now they're both ran into each other, but this was the end result here. Uh, let's see. Save. There we go. Dude, he got absolutely ragdolled. Okay, where is it? Here we go. Now, Pena is the one that ran into Jordan. And and they, they I mean, they collide at the same time. Uh, this is almost like a film session. It's almost like a photo session instead of a film session. What's up, E2D? Um, bringing out the cart. Oh, that's not good. God bless America and everything. Holy no. Oh, Jordan's up at least. He's probably just got a concussion. Yeah, he's got a concussion. That's all it is. He's walking. He's just a little drunk. He's a little punch drunk. That's all. No harm, no foul. Uh, a little punch drunk, but he got hit in the face, I guess, with Pena's left hand and glove. And um, but man, that's how just that's how big and mammoth Jordan is. Look what he did to Pena. Just upended him like he, he pancaked him. Pancaked him. So there's your live uh live in-game updates. And this is why I don't watch games during shows. Yeah, good point, truck driver Pookie. When he hit him. Uh oh, excuse me. Oh Lord Jesus. Somebody out here burping. Concussion protocol. Yeah, that's probably right, Potch. Um, PB baseball lesson number 42. Call the ball. Well, that's the thing. You got a rookie shortstop. You got a guy that doesn't play left field. It's gonna happen. Left fielder, they usually say like your shortstop will have um you know, will be able to call people off, but you feel like the left fielder's got to be the one because to call him off or to peel off and you know, miscommunication is going to happen, but man, can't have that happen. All right. Uh, we got the shout out of the way. We've got Astros going on. I'll keep you updated on that. A lot of you are probably watching it anyways. Uh, let's get to the sports headlines. By the way, I just noticed that the, the alerts didn't go off. Potch gifted a one month sub to truck driver Pookie. Thank you, Potch. And then, and then, and then, uh, Potch also, he, he, re he redeemed, redeemed the shoe check. Well, today I'm rocking the gray, the gray Martin, Gina, Pam, and Tommy shirt and Cole. Love this shirt. I don't like the color. I'm too fat for, for, for light colors. But since I'm going gray with the blue jeans, I busted out the, the gray 12s and, uh, oi. Yeah, so we went we went gray. We went gray on white with a touch of red. So there you go. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we're doing. The gray with the silver. You're not Derek Henry to his ass. He kind of did. He kind of did. Uh, they damn near threw Jordan off the back of the buggy. Are you serious? I want, I'm missing all this. Uh, what does your shirt say? My shirt says Martin, Gina, Pam, and Tommy and Cole. It's from uh, Martin. Oh, fat feet. Ah, uh, so there you go. So Pena is being taken out now. Well, yeah, they both should be. They both should come out, which is going to be interesting now. They're, they're going to be short staff for the Yankees game. I'll tell you, I'm kind of glad I didn't get tickets to the Yankees game. You know what I mean? 
Thank you, Perry. I uh, I was going to get tickets because I wanted to see Verlander Cole, but then they start Verlander now. They're saying Luis Severino is going to start tomorrow for the Yankees. So all bets are off. That was that was going to be the game, though. Verlander Cole. Oh, man, I wanted to see that shit here at home. Now, and I couldn't make it, so I was like, eh, I'm good. I don't need to see Severino versus who? Uh, who do they have for the Astros starting? Uh, who's 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 projected starter? Oh, let's see. Shedge. They're saying tomorrow is Garcia Severino. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're um, yeah, Garcia Severino. So. And then we got Verlander going today. Uh, I know nothing about shoes. You might have said, you ever seen those videos on eBay Shoe Check Center? There's no way I could do that job. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I haven't seen that. Verlander Cole would have been national TV good. Dude, I that's what I wanted. I really wanted to go see that, but especially here at home. Uh, no luck, though. All right, back to sports headlines. Here you go. Sources are saying that the NBA salary cap is likely to hit 123.6 million dollars. Uh, oh, so you mean uh, people are making more money? Cool. Uh, a lot of folks going to get paid. Good for them. Um, there's uh, rumors out there that the Knicks have traded uh, Nerlens Noel, Alex, Alec Burks to the Pistons, and they're trying to clear space for Jalen Brunson. The Knicks are dead set and all in on Jalen Brunson. They're, they are just determined to get this cat. And look, he had a great season. Average 16 a game next to Luka. Luka made him really good. Um, each of these said, Barry, did you get my email? Uh, where would you, what you, uh, let me see. I don't know. I don't know. What, what email did you use? Was it a, was it a direct, uh, mail or what? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at my inbox. I've got like 40 unread email messages. So, uh, was it an email or was it a, uh, like a Twitch message? Was it a whisper? Like, what was it? I don't know. Be more specific, please, sir. Um, yeah, so I don't know why. Oh, Barry on deck, check spam. Okay, I will. I will. I will check spam. I'm not going to do it right now during the show, but I will check. Uh, I will check when the show's over at the break. Hey, what's up? What's up, Jamal? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, so here's the thing. I like Jalen Brunson's game. I don't know if I'm if I'm the and it's such a Knicks thing to do to invest in a guy that had one good season because that's really what Jalen Brunson's had. It was fourth, four, third, fourth year in the league, averaged I think sixteen last season. Cool, look good player, right? Got look what the Mavs did, but they're expecting him. They're, or they're acting like he's the second coming, like they're about to snatch Giannis from the clutches of the Mavs, and I just don't see that as the thing. I mean, total Dallas, you're a Mavs fan. You watch this cat play 82 games. Is Jalen Brunson worth the heat that the Knicks have for him? I mean, they are infatuated with this dude. They're moving players and clearing space. Is it worth it? You watched him. I don't know. Uh, did Verlander get out of the inning? Show did. 
Eight innings, two hits, six Ks, two oh three ERA now. Boy, as Joe Pro said at best, Verlander's not a not a an athlete. He's a machine. Now the question is, do you run him out there for the ninth? He has a hundred and one pitches. I say you're done. <sighs> ah, but now you gotta go to that bully. Now you gotta go to that bully. Astros score, they're definitely going Ryan Presley in the ninth, right? Um, but if they don't, it's going to be interesting. Uh, so total Dallas said, yeah, he should have been a starter, but not at that price. Yeah. I, and I agree. He's a starter. He's, he, he played well, but he's not, he's not, he's not net, um, Nick's going all in type dude. Uh, here we go. Freddie Freeman fires his agent who led the offseason contract talks. If you didn't know what happened, Freeman was negotiating with the Braves and his agents gave them a, deadline a a self-imposed deadline this wasn't like a well if you know they assumed hey when the deadline passes they've got all their offers that they're going to take so the braves had sent them uh 135 to to re-sign freddie freeman and he his agent countered with some ridiculous number the braves came back at 140 the deadline passed without a response so the braves said huh I guess that's the end of that. And then, as you know, they moved on, and the rest is history. They signed Chapman to a uh, um, how much was the deal? Oh, it was huge. Well, one sixty, I want to say one sixty-five. Hold on, I got the I got the story here. Hold on, I think it was one sixty-five is what they signed him to. Freeman fires rep. Uh, I'm sorry, I said Matt Chapman, Matt Olson. What is my deal with names today? It's going to be one of those days. $168 million. Yeah, so they signed Matt Olson to a $168 million deal, and they had offered Freddie Freeman $140. Well, Freeman got a bigger deal from the Dodgers. His deal ended up being $162 million, but they said with 57 of it being a deferred salary deal plus taxes in the state of California versus Georgia, and he would have made the same money had he just accepted the Braves' offer of $140. Same money. Pretty crazy. Uh, so Freddie Freeman was pissed because he wanted to retire and be in Atlanta for the rest of his career, and it fell apart, and he blamed people, and the organization, I think, told him, now, fam, you need to talk to your agents. They're the ones that fucked this up, not us. So he's fired them, and now he doesn't have an agent. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Ex-NFL player backs up Warren Sapp's claim about Colin Kaepernick. If you didn't hear about this, this is pretty interesting. Warren Sapp said that he had heard or, I don't know, been told or seen, I don't remember which one it was, that Colin Kaepernick's workout with the Raiders did not go good. A lot of people said that it went well. He said that's just not true, that it was it did not go good, that it didn't go well. LeVar Arrington came out and said, I don't think he's the guy, the guy that's going to lie about that. I mean, look, Warren Sapp has said some crazy shit. But I guess it's just who you believe. Um, I'm going to find out. Where is it? What the heck happened to the... Okay, well, I lost the article. Uh, but nonetheless, I guess it just depends on who you believe. Like, do you believe Warren Sapp and the information that he's got or saw? Um, or do you believe whoever was saying that, you know, Kaepernick's workout went great? Of course they're going to say that. They want other teams to bring him in if he didn't get the gig. But if it went great, he'll get the gig. So I think that'll speak volumes more so than just Warren Sapp saying it did go well and, didn't, and people not believing him. And finally, last headline... Um, the Suns, quote, don't value DeAndre Ayton on a max contract. 
And that brings up the question, should DeAndre Ayton get a max contract? I know he had a great year. I know he's kind of taken that. I mean, hell, I like DeAndre Ayton a hell of a lot more than Jalen Brunson. If the Knicks were going to go after anybody, should have been that cat. Um, But it's scary, man, because some of these dudes that kind of slowly get to that level, you don't want to be the team that swings and misses like a, like I feel like the Knicks are going to with Jalen Brunson, but you also don't want to be the team that passes on a dude who was on the rise and on his way to superstardom. So that's the thing. But I think DeAndre Ayton has proven himself to be a quality player in the league. Probably going to be overpaid, much like Jalen Brunson will be. But at the end of the day, I'd rather overpay DeAndre Ayton, whose ceiling is the roof, as opposed to Jalen Brunson, who was basically until last year. So, Total Dallas said I'd give DeAndre Ayton the max. Ah, let's, you know what? Let's go to his spot track. Hold up. Let's go to spot track. Uh, 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 uh. The heck? So, we got a qualifying offer of 16 million. Um, yeah, which that just is, you know, that's just so they can get the, uh, compensatory. Yeah. So we're going to look that up. Uh, Alex Villanueva said, what do Aiton's numbers look like? <laughs> Heels said, I want to be overpaid. So do I fam DJ Maddie. Thank you for the other bits, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, much love. I, w- I wish I could get John Wall money for John Wall work. Hey, fam, I would love that, right? Could you imagine just getting paid to sit around and be like, hey, good job, guys. Good job, everybody. Good job. Way to go. Way to go. Way to go. I, uh, I would, I would get out there and join you. But <laughs> no, uh, boy, that would be the life. So let's go NBA. Let me pull this up over here for you guys. So share my screen for you to see the whimsical nature of what we're doing. Jim on sports with the 69. Thank you for the 69 bits, buddy. I wish I could get that Bobby Bonilla uh, money. Jason said, oh, Jason. Family. Uh, I'm 100% all in on that Bobby Bonilla money. Hey, by the way, first time chat from Jason. Thank you, Jason. Dude, I... Could you imagine, like, that Bobby Bonilla money is, like, even now, it's not a lot of money, all things considered, but he gets, what, however many million, it's a one-point-something million every year? And I think we went over it on this show. I think it's until, like, uh, the 2030? God, I forget what it is now. But, yeah, Bobby Bonilla money, that's that never-ending money. And, yeah, the further you go into that contract, the more that it – or the less it becomes worth because the dollar devalues. A million today isn't worth the same as a million five years ago, ten years ago. But nonetheless, uh, you take that. Hold on. Bobby uh, – Bobby, I wonder if that's on spot track. Let's see. It's got to be. This is so pretty. Uh, here's Bobby Bonilla's contract. Let's see here. Just just so, because we're talking about it. Uh, for those of you that may have missed the talk. There you go. Bobby Bonilla. He's almost 60 years old. 
Uh, he's currently on this 2011 to 2035 deferred money contract. And he also got a deferred money contract from the Orioles that runs through 2028. <laughs> Jesus, man, come on. He gets $1.19 million a year through 2035. Unbelievable. This guy just, just living high on the hog. And uh, already made $76 million, And when it's all said and done, he'll make $94 million by 2035. Look at that. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Up until 2028, he's going to be getting paid from both teams. So another six years. He's going to be making about, what, you know, $1.7 million a year. It's good work if you can get it, man. I tell you that. It is good work if you can get it. Now, um, let's get back to the original we're looking up uh, DeAndre Ayton's statistics. And by the way, if I didn't say it, uh, Jason, welcome to the program. Yeah, 2035. Welcome to the show, man. Uh, if you're enjoying it, man, later on, hit that follow button. I'd appreciate that. Uh, not, not a necessity, not a requirement, but always appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Stats. There we go, Jason, my guy. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, family. Uh, Castro two run home run Astros up two nothing. There you go. All right. Now this is postseason regular season. Let's go leaders. And, uh, um, so here's the thing just to kind of get an idea of where he is. Let's go to teams. I'm going to load that up and we'll just pull up his stats to kind of get an idea of where we can find him. So um, DeAndre Ayton's numbers as a whole, he had a 21.99 uh, player efficiency rating, which is pretty damn good. 17 a game, 10 rebounds, one and a half assists a game. Not bad. <laughs> Wallace Wilt said Jason Castro with a home run. Oh, oh, and a follow. Dude's talented. No, I, that's not Jason Castro, is it? I don't know, Jason... And SL, is that St. Louis, by the way? <laughs> Are you, uh, you're not Jason Castro. How dope would that be if he's out on the, well, hits a home run, gets to the tugout, and is like, hey, what's up, Barry? Long time uh, listener, first time caller. <laughs> I just hit a home run. Oh, what's up? This is Jason Castro. No, that's not Jason Castro. Uh, Jason and uh, SL, I'm guessing St. Louis. What's your last name? If you say Castro, you raggedy bitch. What's up, Clarence? How are you, buddy? Uh, Walter, what's up, man? We're just arguing the finer points of DeAndre Ayton's worthiness of a max contract. See, he goes, Jason, long time, first time. We were arguing, uh, the merits of a long-term deal. Oh, Sugarland, Gotcha. You're just lying second shit. <laughs> he said, I've been Sugarland and my last name's Castro. Liar. Liar. Liar, liar. Catcher's mid on fire. Um, that brings Castro's average to 137. Oh God. Is that true? Uh, you know what? That wouldn't even surprise me. I really wouldn't bat an eye it, it, that. Yeah. It, this story checks out. The guy was in fucking one Oh two or something like that. Unbelievably bad. A paltry. Well, now you definitely are. I, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you what, at this point up two Oh, you know what? I think I might run Verlander back out there. Of course, he is susceptible to the to the long ball. And he has 101 pitches in. But who do you trust more on this staff? 
a Justin Verlander or the field. I, t- I trust Justin Verlander 101 pitches into a game, which, by the way, 101 pitches through eight is pretty damn efficient. 74 strikes. What? He threw 101 pitches and 74 of them are st- for strikes? Holy fuck. I'm running him out for the ninth. I know he's not coming out for the ninth, Ivan. We already established that. But I'm saying I would. I certainly would have, you know, I'd have had somebody warming, but damn that. I trust Verlander the most. I don't trust Pappy. Uh, Verlander's earned the right for a complete game. I agree. I agree. Castro now has one more home run than me this season. That's funny, Clarence. Um, <laughs> Wallace said he said Castro. He's a deckhead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As soon as Jason said Sugarland Castro, the deckheads were like, welcome to the family. Yep. Fucking with the host. You're in. All right. So here's DeAndre Ayton's numbers. Um, what the hell's wrong with my mouse? My mouse is acting all screwy. And let's see. So let's go last season. Now, see, this is the difference to me uh, between a Jalen Brunson and a DeAndre Ayton, right? And in fact, I will even pull up uh, Jalen Brunson's numbers. I know that's not right, but hold on. And I want to show you something. Right, so if we go to stats, game logs, Jalen Brunson played seventy three games his rookie season, averaged nine points, and then he played fifty seven and averaged eight. Then he averaged twelve last year, playing in sixty eight games. Then he plays seventy nine and he averages sixteen, and the Knicks are like, "That's our guy. That's our future." Okay, hey, Jason's an old suspect. Oh, if he wants lawn talk, let's go, fam. Ask your questions. I'll put it up. We can do that today. You want to do lawn talk? I got you, pal. Let's see. Overlays. Not only will we open the floor for lawn talk. I will open the floor for an ask me anything about anything. Uh, so if you guys have a a question about anything uh, in, in the world, it could be the uh, Chinese hearing radio signals uh, in space, whatever. Uh, I got your answer. All you got to do, you got a lawn talk question. Just put hashtag long talk in the chat and I'll, I can find it. You want to ask me anything, anything about anything. Just put hashtag AMAAA and I'll answer it. Uh, Both of those have been a staple on the show for a very long time now. Now back to these stats. So here's my point between Brunson and um, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Again, nine, eight, 12. And then he bust out for 16 and the Knicks are ready to just shell out the ducats. At least when DeAndre Ayton came up. Rookie season. On a bad Suns team, I get it. 16, 18, you know, a bad 14, now 38 games, but he was still hot. And that was a bubble season too. Uh, and that was when the uh, when the Suns turned a corner. Uh, so 14.4. Rob with the 300 biddies. Bring back the shark. Man, fuck that shark. Not bringing back that raggedy ass shark. Uh, anyways, he had 14 and then, and then last year, you know, 17, he's being consistent with now is 16 points a game for a career average worth a max contract. I don't, I don't believe it is Joe bro. Thank you for the 303 bits, pal. Much appreciated. Um, I just don't think you paid DeAndre eight and a max deal. Those are 
I just, I, I, I wouldn't do it. But, but here's the problem in today's NBA. If you don't, he's going somewhere else. Touch with the 69. I like. Um, he's going to go somewhere else. So you either pay the man the max or he's going to go get as much as he can from somebody else. Joel Hunter Pitts. Thank you, buddy. All right. Here's some lawn talk and AMAAAs. Uh, <laughs> Joe Pro, hashtag lawn talk. Don't smoke outside. Your lawn might catch fire. It's dry. Yeah, it is dry. I mean, it is as dry as Mormon puss out there. It is. Um, uh, Wallace Wills, how do I get grass to grow in some dead spots in my yard? Well, it depends on where the dead spots are. So, and it depends on what the problem is, right? Is it, is it the problem of shade uh, caused by trees? Is your, is it drought? Is it take all patch? Is it grubs? Just depends on what the problem is, man. Cause like I have a patch in the back and on the side, um, the grass is just constantly dying. And I think I have take all, uh, root rot which i eat the only way to control it and, and kick its ass is uh peat so i gotta get peat moss and spread it sucks uh are we in a train are we in a hype train oh shit i haven't done a shot in a while and i just got through talking about not <laughs> Puts it in the front. Too. Damn! Somebody told me it causes a narrow groove. I'm not trying to end up like Hank Hill in this bitch. Oh, this is a fireball glass that I'm putting in a shot at this. Oh, this will be. Uh, but hey, thank you guys. We're 80% into a level one. This night, Tristan. That was a fancy rapper. Uh, let's see. So I got Joe Pro, Pop of the 69, Joel with the 100 bitties. Mimi with 200 bits. And then Jared with 300 bits. And Jim with the 69. I like. Hey, man, cheers. Thank you guys for getting us into a hype train, man. That's dope. He's the best, man. Y'all, y'all never disappoint, never let me down. And I love you so much. And uh, it's good to have you here. It's good to have the new folks. Jason, welcome in. Uh, by the way, I didn't mention it yesterday after the show. Got a new follow from Jeshwan. And so, Jeshwan, if you're listening, if that is your real name, welcome to the program as well. Deckheads, I love you. I appreciate you. Cheers. <sighs> that Jameson hits different when you hadn't had it in a while. Please don't do that. Please, let's not let's not say that, Matt. Can you stop saying that? Can we stop saying run a train on Barry? All right. Um, as AMAAA shot for an Astros win. No, I just did a shot for the hype train. That's the only one today. I can't. I can't. I can't do anymore. Ooh, I can't do it. Potch, thank you for that advice, buddy. Um. Okay. Let's see here. Now, we got some AAs. Would you try and move Porter Jr. if you were the Rock? Okay, that's a good one. Let me add this to the queue. Hold on. So, Wallace, I, I told you I answered your lawn talk. I don't know. Take pictures. But you know what? It's even hard to tell from pictures. You really need to figure out 
is it some sort of is it grubs because grubs and take all will look very similar the grass looks like it melts away but there's there's a difference between the two uh one's a fungus and one is an insect it could be shade it could be drought i mean it, it, it could be a lot of shit i will tell you this pro tip Now's a good time if you've been watering on a regular basis. Now's a good time to see where your sprinklers are broke. Because I have big brown patches in my yard where this water has never been going. So I'm going to get out there after this show today and uh, fix some of those spots. Uh, I think I got all the AMAAAs. Uh, what is this? God, uh, God dang it, Bobby. What? Oh, I was like, what? God damn it, Bobby. Monero urethra. Uh, here's the lawn talk from Jason. I think I got everything. R. Kelly got 30 years. Well, I mean, if if there's any justice in this world, um, a lot of inmates will be putting their keys in his ignition, if you know what I mean. Wallace said it was from not getting water from broken sprinklers. Oh, that's real easy. So, like, is it dead, dead, gone, gone? Like, nothing but dirt, dried dirt and clay, or is there golden brown grass there? Uh, get some water on it ASAP. Like, you just go buy you a sprinkler if that's the case until you get the sprinkler heads fixed. But um, just get some water on there. It might come back. Those the, the, the stolens that run across the ground there might actually fill in for you, and you may not have to. But worst case, dude, you just... If you got St. Augustine, you can you can cut that area out. You should definitely kill it. Oh, thank you, Alex. Uh, you should definitely uh, put some glyphosate on there and then um, then till it up and then just go buy you a couple of uh, uh, things, uh, 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 pallet, not pallets, but a couple of uh, sod squares and replace them. You'll be fine. Barry means R. Kelly's going to get raped in prison. Thank you, Jim, for explaining the joke. For fuck's sake, Jim. I have a golden brown lawn in front. Well, you need to water, Dave. You need to water. My lawn, surprisingly, for the drought, if I went and took a picture right now, you know what? I'll be right back. Dave said, fuck that grass. Astros one and I'm here. Uh, sorry for being late. Damn it, Eric. No excuses. Uh, I mean, there's no weather report from Uzi. He's lazy, I guess. And he doesn't care about us anymore, folks. Uh, it is supposed to rain this week, though. Thursday and Friday. So uh, if it dies, it dies. What are you? Your lawn's Rocky Balboa now? Uh, excuse me. I, got, I know. I saw all of your AMAAs and everything. Don't worry. I'm going to get to them. Um... Just getting this picture because I'm going to show you why I'm going to be fixing some sprinkler heads later today. Word on the street is R. Kelly got them hands. He might not get tested like that. It's 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 prison, bro. It's a lot different. Hey, Jen, by the way, thank you for the... Uh, did I get this right? I missed a whole bunch. Mimi, 200 bits. Did I get Mimi? I think I did. Jared Taylor, thank you for the 300 bits. Jim, thank you for the 69. Wallace with the 69. <laughs> 
Podge with 100 bits. Thank you, buddy. Hey, Jen with 100 bits. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, much appreciated. Now, boy, we just got way off. I think we covered DeAndre Aiden enough. We're, we're good on that. Um, I'll show you my, 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 uh, my lawn here. Oh, there we go. Did I not send the picture? Did it not send the picture? Sir, how dare you, sir? That's so stupid. Okay, that should come through now. Um, I will show you what I'm talking about. In the meantime, oh my God. Why won't you, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just show you the picture from my phone. For goodness sakes. So this is my lawn. You guys see that? I just, that's just, I stepped out on the, uh, oh yeah, you can't see it good. Um, why won't I email? Why can't I email this damn picture? Why is it getting stripped out? That is stupid. Your dumb, stupid face. Your head's a thick candy shell. Yeah, I don't understand why this isn't working. Hold on. Attach a file, a photo. Oh, files are trying to. What? What? Come on. Welcome in, Danielle Freak. Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you for the raid, buddy. Thanks for being here. Um, we were actually talking lawns. Uh, happens to kind of be a specialty of mine. So, uh, but welcome to the program to all the Raiders. Danielle, look at this legend. Look, you look at you, legend. Thank you for the raid family. Welcome to you and the 18 others coming in on the raid. My name is Barry Labanek. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the program. Uh, this is Barry on deck. I am your host. Uh, we do this five days a week, two to 4 PM central time, 11 to 1 AM on Fridays. So two to four Monday through Thursday, 11 to one on Fridays. I spent seven years on ESPN radio. I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian. Uh, I host a, a sports talk or a, um, TV show here in Houston called Houston sports show. No, not Barry Manilow ice Viking. Definitely. No, you didn't hear Barry Manilow. Stop it. Uh, Barry Laminac. Just Barry. Barry will work. Barry on deck. Uh, Danielle, man, how'd the stream go? What were you doing? What was going on, family? Can we get a shout out for Danielle, please? And by the way, Raiders coming in. If you wouldn't mind, uh, you'll see a message in the chat. You can click that link that says twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck or just hit refresh either way because Twitch is kind of a, they're kind of a hoe uh, about counting views for us uh, fledgling Twitch fuck faces on our way up the ladder to um, partner. So, um, yeah, 11 a.m. Thanks. Good, good point, Aaron Rabel. What's up, by the way? What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, 11 a.m., not p.m. <laughs> Definitely not p.m. Hey, Taylor. Uh, is that Taylor made? Oh, I get it. Look what I did. I read. <laughs> All right. I'm a reader. <laughs> um, we've got a sports ride backup. No, no, we're not doing that. Hey, but well, welcome to the Raiders, man. Thank you for being here. We we went over some sports headlines. We were debating the merits of a full max of max contract to DeAndre Ayton. And we just talked about why are the Knicks so infatuated with Jalen Brunson? Don't get that. 
Uh, we're based in Houston, so we were talking some Astros Mets today. Uh, I gave the uh, I was of the opinion that uh, I would have ran Verlander out there for the ninth with two, with two run lead uh, after Castro hit a home run. So there we are. You're caught up. We were talking lawns. That is a specialty of mine. Uh, when I was on the radio here in Houston, Texas, uh, for all those seven years, one of the things that I always did as a joke to piss off my co-host uh, was talk about lawn care. And uh, he hated it, but now it's kind of stuck with what I do. So a lot of the deckheads that you'll see in the chat have lawn questions. Most of it is about St. Augustine. I know a little bit about Bermuda, but if you got like, I got tall fescue and bluegrass, I don't know how to help you on that shit. I, I don't know. It's hot down here. Uh, so Danielle, you never said, man, what, uh, what was the stream about? What'd we do? Uh, w stream, everyone, please be sure to follow her. Yeah, please. Thank you. And vice versa. Uh, deckheads, if you have not already, and I hope a lot of you have, but if you have not, we gave the shout out in the chat. It was right here. Uh, go give my guy Danielle a follow. Uh, it's a, it's a great stream. He, uh, golf games, sports, you name it, a, a, a laid back, easy to talk to dude. It's a lot of fun to watch. So please do that. Taylor made said hairline elite. Well, listen, Taylor, um, the, 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 <laughs> What's the secret? Uh, all right, listen, this is just, everyone else, everyone else look away just for a second. Everyone just, oh, what's that over there? You got to go to a black barber. That's the secret, Taylor, is you, is you go to a black barber and they, uh, wow, they give you that elite hairline. Okay, everyone can look back now. Sorry, white people. We were just discussing um what was going on? Uh, yeah, no, gotta go to Black Barber. If you want that edge up, if you want that line, just gotta gotta go to Black Barber. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. I actually make that joke on stage. Uh, that's facts though. That's just that's just where we're at. All right, let me let me pull up the queue here real quick and get through some of these queue. Uh, so by the way, if you're wondering what this means, uh, ask me anything about anything. That's something I started a very very long time ago on the stream because I was bored and. Um, I always tell people I'm the smartest guy I know, and I can literally answer any question about anything. String theory, where do babies come from? Uh, how does photosynthesis work? I can't even say it, but I can tell you how, look out it, you know what? It, no, it's not going to be accurate, uh, like a hundred percent or anything, but it's going to be pretty good. So you can ask me anything about anything you want, except my sex life and my wife. That's off limits. Um, and then uh, if you have long talk questions, put hashtag long talk in the chat. I'll answer those as well. So here you go. I even had a question. Would you try and move Kevin Porter Jr. if you were the Rockets? At this point, I'll be honest with you. I, I was a fan of Kevin Porter Jr.'s game. Uh, very Heck smooth. Yeah. Uh, Taylor May with the sub. Come on, fam. Much love. Gifted by Jared Taylor to Taylor May. That is dope. By the way, thank you guys. I didn't even tell you. Thank you for the hype train. Thank you for the hype train. Uh, zero gifted subs. We got the level two. 1,610 bits. <laughs> Fucking deckheads are the best. So, yeah. I, at this point, man, I've kind of fallen out of favor with Kevin Porter Jr. One, obviously, he's had some off-the-court issues in the locker room in Cleveland. That's how he got here. Plus, he had more issues while he's been here. Um, has a bit of an attitude. Great scorer of the basketball. Love his handles. Love the smoothness at which he plays. Very fluid, uh, fun to watch, can fill it up. Not so committed on the defensive end of the ball, and that's where they need to get better. Of course, you could say that about really all the Rockets. They were maybe the worst defensive team in basketball last year. At this point, though, with the last two drafts, 
And then you go out and you get Tai Tai. And I, I think that, you know, Tai Tai is much more of a true point guard. And I think Kevin Porter Jr. is learning how to be a point guard. He was a scorer. He was a shooting guard. But, you know, much like what, what uh, James Harden kind of did. It's, it, you know, there's, these guards are hybrids now. Anybody that's their, your best player is probably bl- bringing the ball up, right? Luka, James, Durant, Jokic, it doesn't matter. If your best player is bringing the ball, LeBron. Like, so I'm not so worried about filling the role of a true point guard, but that's what the Rockets try to convert him to. But I think uh, people think Ty Ty uh, is going to be a, a, a hell, Ty Ty Washington, I speak of, is going to be a hell of a uh, point guard. And he's a and he's a defensive minded guy too. So at this point, it just depends on what you could get for him. But I I wouldn't be upset. I mean, if they keep him cool, but I'm not going to be upset if I saw him get moved. Uh, next question from the AMAA: Why does Dallas hate or hate Dallas? Uh, very simply because total Dallas won't shut the fuck up about Dallas and how great Dallas is, even though they haven't done anything. So that would be why. Jared Taylor hadn't asked me anything about anything. How's that Dynatrap working out? I'm thinking about getting one. Love it. Working phenomenally. In fact, uh, I will put on my to-do list, along with counting my t-shirts tonight, I will take a photo for you, Jared, and I will post it tomorrow on this show of the Dynatrap. And you will see how much, how many bugs are in there since I installed it. So I will make sure I take care of that. Lastly, here's a long talk question from Jason and Sugarland. Just moved into a house and have an inherited a lawn that has some sort of grass growing among the St. Augustine. Looks like carpet and is tough to cut. Any ideas? Yeah, if it's, well, number one, um, St. Augustine will usually win against weeds and other types of grasses. It can take a while. I have a terrible Bermuda infection, uh, infestation, I should say, because I had hogs come through and destroy my yard. And, but the St. Augustine is slowly winning. A couple things you got to do, though. One, I would spot treat those areas with like a, a, a atrazine, a liquid atrazine. And I would also, um, and I would do that at least uh, three times a year, two times a year. But you got to follow the instructions and don't do it when it's too hot or it'll kill your St. Augustine. Also, Make sure you're fertilizing, keep your soil healthy, keep keep your the lawn watered, and mow as high as possible to give your St. Augustine a chance. And I think you can you can beat it. Now the cheat way, the easy way to do this is depending on uh, how big the area is. You could just do like uh, what I was saying earlier for Wallace. Just put some glyphosate out in that area, kill everything. It'll kill the St. Augustine, but it'll kill that whatever grass you're talking about or weeds. Uh, and then get all that stuff out, till up the dirt, put down a 50-50 mix, and then relay some sod in those, in that area. Keep it watered. You'll be good to go. So that's how you do it. I uh, hope that helps, Jason. All right. We cleared the queue. Uh, if you have any, let me know. Is it AstroTurf? It's not AstroTurf. Do you think the Pirates will deal Brian Reynolds? For his sake, I hope so, TaylorMade. I, you know what? The Pirates, at some point, if you're the Pirates, You've got to find a guy, and and I don't know if Brian Reynolds is the guy. He's a pretty damn good ball player, though. And, and But you've got to find a guy or a couple of guys that you're going to build a franchise around. And the Pirates have got to get serious about a rebuild. You can't just make a wild card once every 9 to 12 years and then spiral into another rebuild. At some point, you got to get it right. 
And you're never going to get it right if you're always trading your better players. Now, if you're trading them and you're stockpiling draft picks, kind of like what the Astros did, and you've got a four or five year plan, fine. But they've been doing that for so long. It's like their timing is off, but they're, they're I, you know what? I, I mean, to be honest with you, Taylor made at this point, you might as well, because you got nothing to build, build around, really. But also, also, um, if, if you're going to do it, like you really need to commit to it. And I would get a whole new fucking scouting team. That's, that was critical for the Astros rebuild when they re- went, once they were started losing those hundred game seasons, once they were out, you know, they got rid of everybody. Um, you got to rebuild. You got to go back to your scouting department and say, you guys just aren't doing a good enough job. I mean, we're getting lucky. We're getting, you know, a Brian Reynolds every now and then. But you know what? I mean, look, dude, think about it. Dude, they, they, they had talent back with the, what, the Starling Marte era? I mean, they just, they, they waste it. Garrett Cole was a pirate. There have been some amazingly talented Pittsburgh pirates come through that organization. They've never done it. They've never either been lucky enough or had the organizational skills to make it all happen at the same time. You'll have Cole, you'll get rid of him, right? Uh, what was the center fielder that played there forever? Uh, Hutchins, uh, Andrew Andrew McCutchins. And then Starling Marte shows up. They get rid of McCutchins to keep Marte. I said, like, what the fuck are you doing? And if you don't have the money, move. Go to a bigger city or just fold up shop. But what they're doing, perpetually shitting the bed like this, I feel sorry for Pirates fans. You guys deserve better. An organization that had one of my favorites, Pops, Willie Pop Stargell and Roberto Clemente deserves better. Taylor May said, hear me out. Gallo and Anthony for Brian Reynolds. Who says no? I don't think you want Gallo. To be honest with you, dude. At this point, what does that do for you? Dude, that's like, that's like saying, look, I have this, this big pile of shit, but... I'm going to take some of that pile of shit and trade it. And then I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to get some parsley and some cinnamon and put it on the rest of this pile of shit. Huh? Like, dude, just start over. Like, don't, don't trade to bring in any, any names. Trade to bring in draft picks. Trade to bring in AAA studs. Like, if you could trade Brian Reynolds to an organization who will give you their third, fifth, and 12th best farmhand at AAA, that's the move, right? Because one of those three have to hit and at least be a a, a decent player, a, a, a depth down Heck the road. Yeah. And then you take that and you go out and you draft and you get better. And you, you know, if you got a, got a young promising kid that you can, you know, move up in the draft by moving or whatever. And I don't know the rest of their roster. That's how bad they are. I mean, I do know Brian Reynolds and, and but I, I, I just, I wouldn't be trading. It's, it's, it would be like, you know, and I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when somebody was talking about the Rockets chasing, I forget who it was. no, you don't need to bring in a name right now. You're in the middle of a rebuild. You don't bring in a name until the end of the rebuild when it's time to make the next leap to the playoffs or to being a serious contender, which is exactly what the Astros did during their rebuild, right? 
They got rid of everybody. Remember, Hunter Pence was the last of a dying breed held over from Drayton McClain's era. And they traded him out, and then it was just all downhill. 100 lost seasons. But then you had a Jose Altuve came up, and it was like, oh, this kid is a stud, and he is going to be the cornerstone of our franchise for the next decade if we do it right. And guess what? They did it right. They started drafting McCullers and 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 Bregman and Correa. And they, you know, they would make moves for for young guys and farm hands. And then they started adding quality depth like Colby Rasmuses and 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 uh Josh uh why am I blanking on his name? Fucking woo boy. Oh I can't remember his name. Why can't I remember Josh's name? <laughs> and then when it was time. They go out and make the move and get a Verlander. And then they win a World Series. Yeah, they cheated. But still, ready. Thank you. But that's the point. That's how you do a, a rebuild of a franchise. In any sport, basketball, football, baseball, you can't just add random stars. That's what, that's what screws up teams and, and rebuilds. <laughs> JJ Reddick. Yeah, it's not Reddick. Uh, what was it? It was... Why can't I remember his name? Damn it. Yeah, JJ Reddick was a Mav, right? <clears throat> Let's see. Josh Reddick. Thank you. Yeah, not JJ. Josh Reddick. Yeah, like the Rangers are doing. <sighs> uh, so, there's my, there's my Pittsburgh Pirates rant for the year. <laughs> I hope that answers it. Hey, by the way, Chase resubbed thank you buddy for the resub i'll be in houston this weekend fuck it up hey chase uh what are you gonna do what are you gonna what are you gonna go what are you gonna go do what are you gonna go see should have came last weekend you could have came to a comedy show um but have fun buddy this weekend is our, my wife and i is our anniversary friday and then her birthday is saturday so we're gonna be partying Chase Breedlove said, I'm no Astros defender by any means, but even knowing that uh, the pitch that's coming, you still got to put balls in place. Cheating is cheating, but still. Totally agree. It's like the steroid era. They cheated. We all know that. And, and no, no Houston fan is going to tell you that um, they didn't cheat. No Houston fan has yet that I've seen or heard publicly deny the Astros cheated. We know they did. It's fact. They cheated. I think the big beef is how much outcome did it have or how much did it affect the outcome and how many other teams were or were not doing it, which is going to be a defensive mechanism anyways. But I'll tell you this, a uh, lot of, more and more people out there getting behind Jose Altuve. And this has been my thing. First of all, uh, I just want to encourage Yankee fan real quick. If you guys would just give me a half a second, I'd like to, on behalf of everybody in the Houston area uh, and Astros fans around the world, I would like to encourage Yankee fans to continue to boo Jose Altuve because he don't give a fuck about your booze, man. All he does is hit taters. Who's any any pitcher that that starts a game where Jose Altuve is the leadoff hitter and grooves a fastball? You should be demoted to AAA after one pitch. I, I, I'm telling you, if I was a major league pitcher and I don't give a shit if I was Garrett Cole, Max Scherzer, it doesn't matter. I would roll pitch number one up to the plate. Ball one. You're not, I'm not grooving a tater for you. But yet they do it. 
over and over. And I know he's aggressive, and I know you want to get ahead of him. I'm, I'm, I have enough respect for Jose Altuve that I'm throwing a breaking ball that, that falls out of the zone. Starts in the zone and falls out. If you can hit that out, good luck. Um, and that's the thing, like, uh, as Taylor made said, I'm a Yanks fan and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Sandoval, they'll be so aggressive. Taylor made said, I don't look when I was out too. Maybe he's the, you know, there's daddy Yankee. He's the Yankees daddy. I mean, that's a fact. That is, that is just a fact. Just like, you know, Jordan owned Reggie Miller or some shit. It's just a fact. Now here's the deal. And this is the one thing that I, I think people forget, right? One, people are booing like Jordan Alvarez. Motherfucker wasn't even on the team. He was still with the, in the Dodgers system. Now, um, the, the, there, are, there was a ton of talk that Altuve was one of three players that just did not use the system. And I think uh, Ben uh, Verlander came out and said that. He was like, it was Altuve, it's Tony Kemp, and one other person. They just didn't use it. Maybe it had been Josh Reddick. Everybody else used it. And um, the the funny thing is, is when you see Jose Altuve was winning batting titles before 2017. Now all of a sudden, all the, the guy can only hit because he's a cheater. Are you, did you, have you paid attention to his fucking numbers? Let's pull it up. Let's let's uh, let's let Salty Laminac pull it up. By the way, uh, Astros beat the Mets, shut them out. Two hitter combined, a two hitter between Verlander and Presley. Presley comes in, uh, one inning, one K, ten pitches, eight for strikes. That's what I'm talking about, Presley. Those people over there, who 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 who. Uh, those people over there like the Astros. Man, that's a that's a hell of an outing for Verlander and Presley. Verlander goes 101 pitches, 74 strikes. Presley goes 10 pitches, eight strikes. Is that any good? Is that any good? Is that is that good? Jesus, three to one ball to strike ratio. Uh, uh, hell, Boo Bregman. If you're gonna boo anyone from the Astros, yeah, true that. Um, all right. So here's what I wanted to point out. Pull this up. This is Jose Altuve's career stats. Let's look at Altuve's career stats pre and post 2017. The year of the cheat, right? Well, I mean, we know year one, 276, 57 games. He was a rook. Then he goes 290. Then he goes 283. Then in 2014, he wins a goddamn batting title. Hits 341 on a shitty team. And that's when the Astros, by the way, Taylor made, that's when the Astros were like, oh, this is the guy we're building around. And you could see it coming, right? I mean, but he had no power numbers. But in 2015, something happened, man. After he wins that batting title, he has a sixth war for the season. He's feeling good. Then he becomes a 300 hitter after that. And he's found his groove, right? And now he starts hitting 15 home runs. He hit 313 with 15. Then he hits 338 and 24 in 2016, the year prior to... The cheating scandal. Well, guess what? In the cheating scandal, his average was only five more .005 points higher than it was the year he won a batting title. And he hit the same amount of home runs he did the previous year without the cheating. And again, he hit three thirty eight the previous year. So, you know, still on par with being the best hitter in baseball at the time. 
And then 2018, his numbers dip significantly for whatever reason. Uh, 2019, though, he's back on the saddle. He hits 31 home runs, but only hits 298. Uh, and then there's the bubble season where he just goes in the tank after the cheating scandal, and he hits 219. But now he's finding his mojo again. Dead ball era is happening, though, 277 and 269, but he still hits 31 home runs. Post-cheating, still hitting 31 bombs. And he already has 15, and we're not even halfway through the season yet. So, again, the cheating year of 2017 and probably most of 2018, or, or I think they said half of 2018 at least. And by the way, the 2019 season, they weren't cheating in the World Series. And then I could go through my whole spiel again about how the Yankees put up how many numbers, uh, how many runs at home. And, and, and on the road, like the, the, the Yankees couldn't score on the road. That has nothing to do with trash cans and, and stealing signs. That has to do with your inability to hit. And by the way, that same year, the Dodgers lost the World Series at home. No trash cans involved. So I say fuck them, let them eat cake. You're blaming them booing the wrong guy if you're booing Jose Altuve. You want to boo somebody, Yankee fan? Boo your own guys. Boo Marwin Gonzalez and boo that asshole in the booth, Carlos Beltran. Those are the guys you need to be fucking booing. Everybody knows that Marwin Gonzalez was a big cheater, cheater. And Carlos and uh, what's his name? Red Sox manager Joey Cora were the masterminds. So you're booing the wrong people when you're booing Altuve. But don't stop because uh, don't stop. Get it, get it. Jose Altuve gonna hit it, hit it. Hey, guys, I appreciate your chat. Thank you very much, because I think now would be a good time. Now would be the best time to tell you guys. We did it. We did it. About the hit seafood wings, folks, if you're in the city of Houston. Uh, that includes Jason and Sugarland. And you want the best seafood in the Bayou City, in Syrup City, in H-Town till you drown? Man, got to get you some Dan's seafood and wings. Everything on this menu that I have had is absolutely delicious, and I'm not telling you that just to tell you that. I can validate that with the um, words and praises of the deckheads in the chat. They've A lot of the deckheads have been to Dan's either with me or on their own, and they all have their own personal favorites. For example, CZ just posted Nom Nom. CZ loves Dan's crawfish. She once had it twice in one day, and during crawfish season, that's all she did. She would go to Dan's and get crawfish. In this entire city of Houston, that's where CC went to get her crawfish. It's that good. Uh, Cisco, who now lives out in the hill country, loves the low main. Turn me onto that because I wouldn't have even tried it. Amos said the wings are delicious and crispy. My personal, actually Nora's personal favorite is the bold spicy shrimp. Will not let me go anywhere else for shrimp. In fact, when Dan's wasn't around for a few months, she was very sad. I was like, babe, we can still eat there. It's like, I know, but I'm telling you, if it's shrimp, we drive to Dan's or we don't go. Um, Yeah, and see, AJB knows. Steven, the weather guy, loves the low main. Demata, shut your whore mouth. My mom goes to Dan's and got got a salad. She's like, their salad is so crisp. Okay, Jenny, let's calm down. Folks, I'm telling you right now, if you want the best seafood in the city of Houston, get out to one of the two locations uh, where Dan's Seafood and Wings is at. If you're on the southwest side, like Sugar Land, Jason, 
that's on uh, 3991 South Gessner. If you're on the northeast side, that's the 18 Uvalde Road. That's my home, Dan's. It's a 40-minute drive, but I still make it because it's that good. Follow me on Instagram, at Dan's. The website and your full menu is eatatdans.com. Folks, if you want the best seafood in the city of Houston, you need to put some Dan's in your mouth. All right. I haven't said when we going so I can try that scrimp. Let's go, fam. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it's delicious. Uh, <laughs> Chip said, hi, I'm Jim on sports. I've never been to Dan's because I'm a doofus and I live in Indiana. But if I lived in Houston, I would go to Dan's. You ain't damn right you would. <laughs> just, I could be there at 10. I'm telling you. The shit is, they're a sponsor, but that shit is good. So good. Who's this? Someone at my front door. Praying for Uvalde. Hope everything is a little better around there. Yeah, man. That's uh there's Uvalde Road, and then yeah, there's Uvalde, Texas, which is uh, a bit different. But yeah, totally agree. What is this? What? Oh, that's weird. That's some different news. Uh by the way, just hear my doorbell ringing. Who's this strange looking cat? Who's this character? He's probably like, who's that? Who's in there screaming? I'm their guest in there. Let me know. Oh, no, it's not a sex toy delivery. Weirdo. That was yesterday. Yeah. I don't know who this dude is. Some guy in a, what's this? Okay. That was me taking a picture of my lawn. <laughs> oh, good times. Hairball. Oh, I never did get to show you guys uh, my lawn. Hold on. Go to bury on deck. I'll just upload it to the root. Root it to the tutor. Uh, camera. Hated it. What is going on here? There we go. I meant to show you this. Uh, impromptu dance meetup. I'm down. I can't. I mean, I, I won't. I wish I could. I'm pretty sure no golf tournament tomorrow, VB. Lunch. Look at you guys. Hey, take pictures so I can show Dan's that we do love them. Uh, all right, so what have we talked about? We've done a lot of sports today, by the way. We've been very sportsy, and you know what? I've kind of dug it. Shout out to everybody listening on Podbean, Truck Driver Pookie, Eric Resendez, Titan Hugo, John Dory, Christopher Reyes. Uh, hello over there. I see you guys. For those of you that don't know, I do have a live audio stream in case you can't watch. Maybe you're driving around. Maybe your Twitch signal sucks, and uh, you don't get a good SIG. You can uh, download the Podbean app and listen live. You don't get to watch, so you don't get to see my beautiful, handsome, definitely knows not crooked face. Uh, but you can still listen to the shenanigans and tomfoolery and have a good time with us and hang out. So I don't look at the chat really. Uh, it's not that's not a thing. That's too much. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna do this. I'm just gonna resize this Chrome image. Actually, no, that's not going to work. Hold on. Oh, come on. Why are we scanning for viruses? <sighs> All right, so I wanted to show you this because... So this... Here we go. So this is my lawn. All right. Now, the reason I'm showing you this... Uh, you can see there's a couple of spots here and I really can't draw on it, but, uh, if you just look at the top, like look right, like right there, right below there, below the street there, 
Uh, you see like a kind of a dry dead patch. That's definitely an area where I need to go out and adjust my sprinkler system. Now this area up front that you see, that is a mixture of weeds, Bermuda grass and St. Augustine. There's not the soil content. There is not great. Um, it's, it's very dry and the, the, the water tends to not sit. It runs off and kind of drains south of that, or I guess east if you're looking at it. So it becomes a problem there. So I need to fix that. And one of the things I'll do is I'll just probably end up, you know, hitting it with atrazine several times and, and uh, getting it right. But that's, that's what you're looking at there. So you got some dry spots. And that's how you'll know. And there's another one, too. If you look out past that uh, blue agave top left right up, right up here, you can barely see it. Uh, but there's another dry patch up there that I've got to go out and fix that sprinkler head as well. But this is a good time to do it. And this is why you should be watering. Uh, is that Simone in the white car? No, that is not Simone Biles in the white car. She doesn't live on this side. <clears throat> yeah, Clarence, we talked about that already. R. Kelly got 30 years. Uh, couldn't be happier about that. So B. Hannon says he wants some non-sports. I got non-sports for you. Definitely have non-sports for you. Oh, oh, hell, there's an audio-only feed. Bye, everybody. Kiss my ass, Jim. You're going to look at this pretty face. How else are you going to get a boner if you're not looking at me, Jim? Uh, Flip said, ask me anything about anything. iPhone went on sale today in 2007. What was your first iPhone? Oh, it was the... Never had one. Never had an iPhone. Never owned one. Not one. Not a single one. I got into the Google ecosystem and stayed there. I've, I've threatened to get one. She said, wait, are we supposed to have boners? Yeah. All of us. Me, you, Crystal, Jen. Everybody's got a boner. I thought your forehead was a dust storm when you were showing the picture. <laughs> Shut up, Demona. <laughs> oh, it's a dust storm. <laughs> Um, iPhones are for girls. No, I mean, that's, yeah, it's not the manliest phone in the world. Um, all right. So what the heck? It, oh, by the way, did you guys get to see the baseball brawl the other day? Here's a great angle of it. I'm not going to like break this down. We're not going to do a film sesh, but I want you guys to see it because it's, it's a really good angle of the baseball fight uh, the other day, which got wild and loose. Check this out. <laughs> See this angle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you heard it. Deal it, deal it. What a great angle. This was not your typical bullshit uh, sports fight. That was that was there was some legit punches being. Hit. There was some anger involved, and that was dope as hell. Yeah, I want to run down on my team. Yeah, dudes out there fighting in a cast. Did y'all see the showy Otani one where he's just like holding somebody back, but he's he's like, it's okay, don't be angry. Yeah, some guy broke his elbow jumping over the fence. I I saw that. IL indefinitely, right? That was a fun fight to watch, though, man. That was a great angle of it, too, by the way. So if you missed, I just wanted to make sure I uh, presented that to you guys. Okay. I have an absolute, absolute poop ton of things to discuss uh, that is non-sports. 
Yeah, it depends on what I want to do. You know what? This would be sports adjacent. Would you really want Shoei Otani in the mix? No, 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 no. But I'm just saying it was a joke because he was just like, he was like holding the guy back, kind of half hugging him, smiling. We're not going to do anything. But there was some dogs in that fight, man. There was some dudes that were getting after it. And, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Chase said baseball fights are a lot of hold me back, bro. Basketball fights are worse. The worst fights in sports is basketball. The worst. Uh, football just, it doesn't mean they got on, you know, at least in hockey when there's a fight. They throw their gloves down. And, you know, they're using their jerseys and shit like that. Hockey fights are the best. Baseball, there could be some. Football's terrible because... Um, it, you know, there's, there's pads and helmets and shit like that. A football fight's a stupid idea, but, um, somebody asked that it was on the athletic of all places, which I was like, really, you're a sports writer and you're going to ask this question. Cause the, the answer seems obvious to me. That was what I was bringing up Wallace. So they made the point after this fight that I just showed you. They were like, you know what I don't understand? I forget who the writer was that wrote it. <clears throat> but he proposed a question in their newsletter. And it said, why is it that, yeah, I agree, CC. Football fights are stupid. You got pads and helmets on and that's what you're going to punch? You ain't hurt nobody. Better kick them in the dick. Better bite their dick off. That's not how I fight. I just, that's how I would find a guy in pads though. Bite your dick off, bro. Um, but uh, but he said, you know, in every other sport, you get fined if you come off the bench. In football, if there's a fight on the field, if you if you run on the field, you're gonna get fined and ejected and 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 suspended. In basketball, if you step a toe over that inbound line. Find and suspended. Even in hockey, if you jump on the ice, find and suspended. They were like, baseball's the only sport where they don't find, people will run hundreds of yards in from the bullpen. Hundreds of feet, I should say. Well, probably yards. Three feet a yard, that's 100. 330 feet, 370 feet home runs, 400 feet. They'll, they'll come uh, 400 feet running in from the outfield bullpen for a fight and nothing happens. No one is, no one is fined for coming out of the dugout. No one is fine for coming out of the bullpen. And I'm like, it seems so obvious to me. How do you not know this sports writer guy? It's nine versus one. It's nine versus one on the field unless there's base runners. But if a batter gets hit in the hip, like is what started this brawl, and he charges the mound, and no one's allowed to go on the field except everyone that's out there, it's fucking nine on one. And this is why it's a fair fight when the fucking now, everybody from this bench that's batting at the time comes on the field, and then the rest of the players, because they're, you know, it's usually even numbers as far as dugout and pitching staff goes. For the most part, one or two differences. But that's the reason. Could you imagine if they were like, hey, just settle it on the field like men. Bitch, it's nine on four if the bases are loaded. That's why. 
Because that's stupid. When when there's a fight in any other of those sports, well, maybe not hockey. If there's a if there's a you know if somebody's in the penalty box, if there's a, a shorthanded situation, it could be five on four, five on three. Then it's a little different. But usually those hockey fights are one on one, and you might find a guy and, and you know, well, Nolan was also on the mound too, Joe Pro. Again, no, oh, yeah, nine. I'm sorry, yeah, nine on two. You're right. There's a guy on deck. There's a guy at the plate. Maybe base is loaded. Still, it's nine on five. Well, now you're going to tell me the base coaches are going to... We saw what happened with Don Zimmer when he tried to fight Pedro Martinez. That motherfucker got Olaid like a matador. His old ass went down, fucking broke his hip, sprained his angina. I don't even know what that is. That's, that's just that word popped in my head. I think that's kind of like in your lower marsupial. So, yeah, that's a stupid-ass question. Stupid-ass question. You're outnumbered. That's why they allow people to run on the field, even the, even the numbers. If I was a hitter, the catcher gets it first, followed by the pitcher, then whatever uh, infielder runs in. There's a few guys. I don't care who you are. I think there's a few cats you're not. Madison Bumgarner is probably one of the most feared pitchers as far as who you wouldn't want to fight. That's a country strong ass dude. It's kind of like nobody wants to fight Steven Adams or uh, 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 what's his name in basketball. There's another dude. Yeah, he's crazy. Don't fuck with that dude. Uh, but there's a few. There's a few. I doubt you would try. I, you, you're better off if you're if you're at the plate and Madison Bumgarner plunks you. You're just better off turning around and fighting the catcher. You're like, you son of a bitch, you called for that. Pop, pop, pop. You're good, Madison. I'm not mad at you, buddy. We're, we're, we're cool. Not you. Pop, pop, pop. No, thanks. No, thanks. Ron Artest was one, but that's, I was thinking of somebody currently. Uh, is it DeMarcus Cousins? He's got kind of a reputation as being a, a guy you don't want to fuck. I know Trevor Rizzo is another one. Uh, there was two more. I don't know. Joel used to talk about him all the time. Uh, but anyways. That's why. That's why. That's why they don't find people for us in the field. Uh, yeah. Nah. Nikola Jokic. I think. I think people would fight him. It's his brothers you got to worry about. They're the psychopaths. His brothers are like, we will destroy your family. Like, wait, what? It was just a. It was just an altercation over a rough foul. Your dog will die. I don't know why you gotta kill myself. I will dig up your grandmother and rape her face, and then kill her again. Why? I why? He just elbowed me, and I was defending myself. Um, Scherzer's kind of sick in the head. Yeah, hit by mad bum pitch. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Ow! I'm sure that just got away from you. No hard feelings. Okay. I'm sorry I ruined your your uh, pitch count. <laughs> like you're apologizing. I'm sorry I ran your pitch count up. No, Montrose Harrell doesn't have the reputation of being a tough guy, Ivan. No, no, no. Uh, all right, here's, a, here's another cool sports story. So this guy, those people over there, this guy uh, built a model of a, what a one million seat stadium would look like. So if you were to... Uh, let me pull this up too. If you were to build 
a stadium that held a million people. Why you would do that, I don't know. I don't know. Don't say soccer, raggedy bitch. No. A million people ain't going to a soccer match. Oh, what the hell was that? It's not happening. Uh, A million people don't even like soccer. Here they come. Man, those nosebeads, <laughs> they better be free. Bro, are you fucking watching from space? Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking, they got to give you, you're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in uh, section 7,433, row 99. Fuck. You're like, here's your oxygen tank. Uh, you'll find your Sherpa and mule down there. Uh. Enjoy the game. You got to fucking, you're hiking and shit. Passing dead bodies on the way up. What happened to those guys? Your shirt was like, keep climbing. But I'm just kind of nervous. People are dying. Terrence, thank you for the five bits, buddy. Is this going to be worth it? It's a soccer. It will end one game, one to nil. Yes. I fucking climbed it this high for a one to nothing game. I hate this fucking sport. Bro, if I sit at the top of a 1 million seat stadium, it better be a 43 to 33 soccer game. A million people would go to a Depeche Mode concert. First of all, no. Second of all, DC. <laughs> she said too soon. Yeah, that would be the shit, right? You sit up there in that fucking the 1 millionth seat, zero, zero tie. Fuck. I feel like Garth Brooks can fill this up. No, but I bet he could feel it up. <laughs> see, see, that's uh, Clarence. I get it. There by the grace of God go I. I make those kinds of spelling errors all the time, which is why I don't let people correct my spelling because I know what you meant. Jason said one million people for Joel Osteen. And then an asteroid. If there was a God. Uh, this was the stuff that was on Twitter about it. Uh, hold, hold on a goddamn minute. Yeah, so this is like what it looked. That's why. So you can kind of see the scale of this. It's pretty, pretty big bowl of people. Could you imagine though? See, this is so this is just the stadium, right? Holds a million folk. Could you imagine the traffic leaving? Not even getting there, right? Because you're like, oh, this, this, the game is Saturday, so we're just going to go ahead and head up now. Uh, Frank, it's Tuesday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cece, let's go. Cece's a boy that 50-50 raffle, though. God damn, somebody's leaving a millionaire for show. Ain't that the truth, Cece? That's funny as shit. But could you imagine leaving? Especially if it was like a good game, right? Like, let's say they played a football game, Super Bowl. And it's like fourth quarter. It's 35-35. It's Tom Brady's last game. He's playing against Bill Belichick and the Patriots who had just recently swung a trade for 
a fucking they bring Gronk out of retirement. Now he's a Patriot again. And then and then they got Eli to come out of retirement and play with the Patriots against Brady again. And it's 35-35 with three minutes left, and they're kicking off the Brady. And you're like, we should head to the car. No! But now you gotta fucking file out with a million people. That's a, that's a terrible fucking idea. Terrible idea. And I'm I'm already like, I don't like crowds as it is. I damn sure don't want to be in a stadium with a million people. Hell no. Uh, Jim said it's one of those stadiums with no parking like Wrigley or Yankee or Fenway. Use public transportation. Still, you know how long you're going to sit there waiting on the train? Shit. Oh, my God, Steven, I didn't even think about that. You imagine if you had a boo-boo? You know how dirty those, oh, a million people every Sunday are pooping and peeing in this place? Oh, God. Uh, The whole stadium smells like piss. Yeah. Are there stadiums that even hold 100,000 people? Yeah, college football stadiums, easily. Soccer stadiums. Let's see. Uh, what is the largest stadium in the world? What is the largest stadium in the world? Rungredo First of May Stadium. What a dumb fucking name for a stadium. It's got to be some Euro bullshit soccer nerd dumbass thing. Rungredo First of May Stadium in Pyongyang. Oh, capacity 150,000 people. The Rungredo, or am I, I don't think I'm saying that right. It's shaped like a parachute. Let me find a picture of this. What on earth? Uh, oh, excuse me, Lord Jesus. Uh, oh, Lord Jesus. Uh, I want a picture of this hoe. Uh, Michigan Stadium in Ann Arbor holds 107. I know Kyle Field is up there too. Beaver Stadium in in uh, Pennsylvania for uh, Penn State holds 106. Ohio Stadium holds 102. Uh, Kyle Field, uh, oh, 102. So pretty close. Yeah. So the biggest stadiums are Pyongyang has 150. I'm a I'm at a Bob. Huh? I'm at I'm at a I'm at a bad. Uh, I made a bad, bad. I made a bad, bad in my pants. pants. 132K. Uh, Michigan Stadium, 107. Beaver Stadium, 106. Beaver Stadium. <laughs> 106. Ohio Stadium, 102. Kyle Field, 102. Neyland Stadium in Knoxville, 102. Tiger Stadium, 102 in Baton Rouge. Daryl K. Royal, Texas Memorial Stadium. Maybe add a few more fucking words to your stadium name. Longhorns. 100,000, and then Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. 100,000. I want a picture of this. Pyongyang, Ring-Dang, Shamalama Ding-Dong Stadium. Let's see here. Control-C. It's shaped like a parachute. Oh, look at this shit. Oh, what? That's pretty wild. This is what it looks like. 
That's the biggest stadium in the world. Rungredo Mayday. It's pretty crazy. Total floor space, 2.23 million square feet. Capacity is more than that. They said it's 150. Artificial turf. It's in North Korea. Cost $210 million when they built it. Mm. There you go. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe. Indianapolis Motor Speedway holds 250000 Damn. Uh, but I don't think that's considered a stadium. It's a speedway. Let's see. What is the largest venue in the world? Maybe that's better. Indianapolis Motor Speedway holds 257,325. Let's do it this way. How about I share it with you and not be a stingy son of a bitch? List of sporting venues with the highest attendance. Well, that's not what I wanted, but. Oh, my gosh. Indianapolis Motor Speedway, 350,000. Current seating capacity, though. I guess that was total for the two days or whatever. 257,325. Ascot Racecourse in in uh, the UK, 200K. Cirque de la Sirth. Cirque de la Sirth. Uh, 100K, 100K, 13K. What? 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 Uh, oh. 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 TPC Scottsdale Stadium course holds 350k. They're oh, we're counting golf now. It's it's just fucking land. Like no, no, the shit counts. Uh, yeah. So Indianapolis Motor Speedway 257,325. Nur Nur Nuber Ring. Oh, that's the the Nuber Ring. That's what you use and you put in your vagine so you don't get pregnant. That'll hold um millions of sperm. Don't judge me. Talladega 175. Shenanigan International Circuit. Oh, Shanghai. Ah, uh, 200K. Badminton Park. Okay. I'm out on this. Fucking badminton. There, you're telling me there's 200,000 people are watching badminton? It's just a big fucking virgin convention. Jerry Taylor, Tour de France, largest stadium ever. See? See? Barry can fit 69,000 at his place on the farm. Shut up, Jason. 69, I like. Flip, uh, early 1900 horse derby had 500K. Really? If we count golf courses, I guess my place holds about 400,000. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, Adam. Mr. Adam Humphrey, if that is your real name. Thank you for the follow, buddy. Adam and Humphrey. Adam and is it is it two is it three words two or is it Adam and Humphrey are you guys a duo are you like a uh twitch uh duo are you like hey you're a Cardinals fan nice very nice uh good for you welcome to the program thank you for the follow by the way we were just talking about large stadiums uh badminton is growing almost as fast as pickleball kill me now I swear to God it's kill me now. 
Um, uh, so uh, you're a Cards fan. Uh, how you feeling? Hmm? How you feeling about your Cards? Where are they in the standings? I want to address your your Cardinals. They're third right now, right? Second. Okay, yeah, my bad. Oh, that's right. Boy, the Cubs, what a disappointment. One game back. Look at that. I have not been keeping up with the NL Central. It's been, of all of the, the divisions in baseball, I think this is the one that has the, had the least discussed about it or pub made about it. And they're just quietly plugging along a plus 71, plus minus, far better than division leading Brewers has. Uh, in fact, plus 71, second best plus minus in the National League. I would have never been able to tell you that. Good for you and your cards. That means good pitching, good hitting. Uh, 558 winning percentage. Huh? Got some work to do. Uh, in fact, you know what else I wanted to look up, by the way, before we bounce out of here? It's 356. I wanted to look up MLB All-Star voting. I wanted to see who the winners were. I wanted to discuss. Don't they show it? Like, who's the winner? Not the winner. Uh, who is the top vote getters? Let's see. All-star voting results so far. All-star ballot phase one, second standings update. Okay, so this was, let's see here. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is what I want. This is what I want. Let's do this. Uh, Chrome resize. I was on G. And I'm out. Here we go. Grossest to me was Qualcomm. Oh, is that a is that a gross stadium? They said the one in Oakland, the A's stadium. They have like sewage. Oh, you're from Kentucky? Dope. Um, Humphrey was my dog. Uh, they uh they had like sewage running out on the the fucking field and stuff in Oakland Coliseum. It's just nasty, nasty. I imagine Joe Pro has the sign. Trespassers will be shot. <laughs> he said, "Nope, disappeared." That's funny. Uh, what's the smallest stadium? Oh, Jared, that's a good question. Hold on. Before we do the all-star battling, what is the smallest stadium in the world? It probably holds like, it's like, uh, it's called the My Bedroom Fuck Arena. It's got two seats and a dong, a dildo. Smallest cricket stadium in the world. Top 10 smallest soccer stadiums in the world. What is the smallest stadium in the world? That's the money.co. I don't even know. List of stadiums by capacity Wikipedia. Capacity of 100,000 or more. Capacity of 40 to 50K. But I, what is the smallest? It doesn't have the smallest. Man, 40. Yeah, so this just goes down to 40. It doesn't have... Um, what is the smallest stadium in the world? This was on Quora. Yeah, this doesn't have any, this doesn't even have an answer. They gave like the biggest stadium in the world. This is not what the dude asked. Oh, in the other direction, they can get as small as one can imagine, i.e. battle robot stadiums. Oh no, stop it. 
Uh, but I often cite Hangora Stadium in, on Easter Island with a capacity of a thousand people as the smallest national stadium in the world. Hangora Stadium on Easter Island? There's a stadium on Easter Island? Look at this shit. It's made of fucking just stone and benches. That's the, I mean, okay. Well, that was a, that was stupid. All right, so here's your all-star balloting update. Let's do this real quick, and then we got to get out of here. It's 4 o'clock. Uh, let's see here. American League first base. Top vote getter, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Is this an updated one, by the way? I'm going to be pissed if this is the wrong day. June 27. Okay. Rest in peace, DJ Screw. <clears throat> so this was the last update. So you got Vlad Guerrero 1, Ty France 2, Anthony Rizzo 3, Luis Arias uh, 4, Yuli 5. Let me give you the full results. Second base, Altuve. This surprises me, by the way, with all the cheating and scandal and everything that went on. I'm dead-ass surprised that the, so many Astros are making the... But Astros' attendance is good, and you vote at the ballpark a lot, too, and I guess you vote online, and there are a lot of encouragement to do so. So that kind of makes sense. But uh, but as it should be, Jose Altuve is leading all second basemen. Um, you've got, uh, oh, this is American League, by the way, uh, Santiago Espinal, Andre Jimenez, uh, Gleyber Torres, Trevor Story. Uh, third base, Jose Ramirez, Rafael Devers, Matt Chapman, DJ LeMahieu, and then Alex Bregman, who should not be on the list. Hell, let's see. Who should be on the list in front of Bregman? Uh, it is. Who's behind Bregman? Oh, this is totals here. Um. Oh, that's nationally. That's weird. Anywho. Shortstop is Bo Bichette, Tim Anderson, Xander Bogarts, Jeremy Pena, and uh, Isaiah Kenner Falafa. And I, I tell you what, Pena, his numbers have been great. This is the injury put him behind a little bit. But I had no problem with Bo Bichette being up there. Tim Anderson shouldn't be that high. I'll be honest with you. Tim Anderson, he's, been, he's missed a good chunk of time too. Uh, but that's a reputation vote in a lot of ways for Tim Anderson. But Bo Bichette absolutely deserves it. Outfield looking like Aaron Judge, Mike Trout, George Springer, Giancarlo Stanton. Taylor Ward, uh, Lourdes Guriel Jr., Teoscar Hernandez, Byron Buxton, Michael Brantley, and Kyle Tucker is your outfield. Kyle Tucker should be higher on this list, but there's no way you're going to get past Aaron Judge and Mike Trout for show. Uh, I won't be surprised if Giancarlo Stanton passes George Springer at some point. And I'll be honest with you, I couldn't even tell you statistically what kind of year Springer's having. I just don't, I couldn't even tell you. I hadn't even been paying attention that that deeply. Let's go see. Let's go teams, Blue Jays. Stats, team stats. Uh, Boba shit. Uh, so Springer's played in 66 games, which, you know, as a, uh, <laughs> as an Astros fan, you look at that and go, well, good for him. And he's got a 2-0 war. 14 home runs, 259 average. Okay. That's good. Um, what am I missing over here? No. So that was your outfield, your uh, catcher situation, Alejandro Kirk, uh, Jose Trevino, Salvador Perez, Martin Maldonado, and Christian uh, Vasquez. Martin Maldonado should not be on this list either, but you got to put somebody on there, I guess. DH, Jordan Alvarez, not even close. Shohei Otani, Danny Jansen, J.D. Martinez, and Miguel Cabrera. 
Um, I, Shohei Otani's got to go to the All-Star game no matter what. I just, he's got to be there. He's the best baseball player on the planet. But Jordan Alvarez absolutely, absolutely deserves to. He's the best uh, DH in baseball and one of the best hitters in baseball, bar none. Here you go, National League real quick, and then we're going to wrap the show. There you go. There you go. There's your uh, there's your St. Louis Cardinals, Mr. Adam and Humphrey. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, by far, I mean, having a monster year. In fact, I think he leads all of baseball in war, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on. Let me look it up here. We'll, we'll look it up together, kiddos. But I'm pretty sure Paul Goldschmidt leads all of baseball in war. Oh, you know, he's tied with Tommy Edmond. But you know what? Two Cardinals? Can you believe it? And then Arenado is nine with a 3-5. How are the Cardinals not running away with that division? That just tells you how good the Brewers have been playing. Cardinals have three players in baseball, not in the, not in the National League, in baseball, in the top ten in war. Uh, others, Trout is third. Duh. Machado from, of San Diego is fourth. Uh, Rafael Devers is fifth. Aaron Judge, sixth. Jordan Alvarez, seven. Kyle Tucker, eight. So the Astros have two. Uh, and then Jose Ramirez of Cleveland has. Uh, so you've got the teams with the most. You've got the Cardinals with three, the Astros with two, and then everybody else has one. That's pretty wild. Pretty crazy. Uh, all right, so there you go. Yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, no doubter. Uh, Pete Alonso, second. Freddie Freeman, third. Matt Olson, four. And Eric Hosmer, five. Boy, you know, you know Freddie Freeman wants to make that uh, at least beat Matt Olson out for that honor. Second base, uh, Chaz, uh, Jazz, Chaz, I almost said Chaz Jism. No, Jazz Chism. Boy, I, if I was a Marlins announcer, I'd, I'd be saying that every night. Hey, you guys, uh, J- Chaz Jism. Fuck! Ozzy Albies, Jeff McNeil, uh, Gavin Lux, and Nolan Gorman. Third base, Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado, Austin Riley, Justin Turner, Eduardo Escobar. This is going to be a good race right there. Uh, Shortstop, Trey Turner, Dansby Swanson, Francisco Lindor, uh, Tommy Edmond, Fernando Tatis Jr. Al, Al, Alfield, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna Jr., Jock Peterson, Starling uh, Marte, Juan Soto, Adam Duvall, Mark Canna, uh, Marcel Ozuna, Cody Bellinger, Brandon Nemo, who we just saw with the Mets, catcher, Wilson Contreras, Travis Denard, uh, Denard uh, Yadier Molina, Will Smith, Tyler Stevenson, and then your DHs, which is awesome to say now. DH over in the uh, National League. Uh, Bryce Harper, Will William Contreras, Albert Pujols, no. Max Muncy and J.D. Davis. Really, Albert Pujols? There's no way you're going to convince me Albert Pujols is having a decent year. No way. Let's go look at team stats for the Cardinals. I don't believe you. First of all, Paul Goldschmidt just running everything. Uh, here's poopoo holes. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you shitting me, voters? Let's look up war. Albert Pujols. Oh, my God. One, two, three. So this is Pujols' stat line. He's hitting 198. This is why everybody should be allowed to vote. Idiots. Hey, man. Oh, Potts, you're back just in time for leaving. Cool. 
Thanks for the uh, thanks for the fun today. Pools like a good line. I don't give a shit. Then make him an honorary. Do something like that. But don't vote him. I mean, he's not gonna make it. Hey man, I hope you guys had a good time today. I had a lot of fun with you. Thanks for hanging out with me. Appreciate it as always. Thank you for the hype trains. Thank you for the love, the bits. Hey, welcome to all the new followers of the program. I hope you'll come back. We do this every day, Monday through Thursday, from two to four p.m. on Fridays. We do it from eleven to one a.m. to p.m. eleven to one. Jared Taylor. Uh, I hope I got all of your lawn talk questions and everything else in. And uh, yeah, we'll do some more tomorrow. Tomorrow's a three-hour Thursday. Hopefully Apollo does be able to join us to talk all things Astros and baseball. Thank you again to my guy Danielle Freak's channel for the raid and uh, all the dub squad coming over. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you for the new follows, for the new subs, and like I said. Raid Josh. Uh, oh, is two people? Well, then, goddammit, that's who we're gonna raid. We will just raid Josh. You don't tell me what to do, Jim. You don't, you don't tell me what to do. First of all. Second of all, I think you have to use channel points to pick the raid. However, I would have chosen my guy Josh anyways. So, thy bidding will be done. Uh, he's doing a 10 hour marathon. All right, here we go. Hey, listen, I'll see you tomorrow. And until I do, do me three favors. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. See you tomorrow.